Yeah. And let me tell you something. Well, I haven't watched the Jujutsu Kaisen in a minute, mm-hmm. but I have seen the whole thing. The amount of brain work I had to do separating this universe from Chainsaw Man. It was so oh hard. It was so hard, especially because. There we go. What I want to go with. It's Archangel. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yes, sir. Hello, Where hello. have we been? Where have we been? We've been around the world and back. We've been in Brooklyn. Ooh, we've, we've been out been, in these streets. We've been everywhere and about and at home and not. We started this in the fall. So we've never tried to do this in the summer. Yeah. And I'm really. Well, it was August. Yeah, so like now, I guess when it's like done. It's been a year. What the fuck? Has it been a year? exact date i think we filmed in august remember we did a yeah, test we one did, but <gasps> i want to know the exact number where's the fucking champagne da, da, it's da, been da. a year it's a year of archangels that's crazy what the fuck that's fucked up um we've achieved more than i ever thought in my and we're just at the beginning. I didn't even I didn't think this was gonna be our uh, our <laughs> our anniversary episode. <laughs> well, we're back. Oh my god, missed y'all so much. I know y'all. Um, I miss this. Missed us. I miss this too. Yeah. Editing it, I was like, Fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be a. You a have your one. fan, right? Yeah, you do. I don't know where my electric fan is. It's probably under my couch. Ah, so is a state of mind. <laughs> Where have you been? Ah! <laughs> um, you know, I've been I've been out and about. I've been like consuming alcohol. I've been riddled with COVID. Mm-hmm. It's been a time. It has been a time. And this is like I think my first I realize everyone keeps asking me, like, oh well, like what are your summer plans? Like where are you going for summer? I'm like, I We wrote articles. We did oh my god, I wrote an anime well, article. We, we always do, but these yeah, are special that we care about we wrote about fandom and now i have a free Crunchyroll subscription and like what Crunchyroll sponsor this podcast yeah we'll be in touch this. we'll be in touch <laughs> <laughs> how are you um i'm good what's been know? up with you you know just being in a relationship pondering oh. my work-life balance pondering my future sleeping in bed mm the usual we're so similar but also not yeah that should be our matching tattoo i know because i say that like oh yesterday joe was giving the house tattoos did you get one no oh my god but if you want one with a gun Mm mm-hmm really yeah he tattoos are they good i mean i don't i don't yeah it looked good 
it's time like i will be wearing clothing and i'll be like this needs a tattoo mm-hmm. you know when accessories aren't enough yeah you need i'm more. getting i'm getting to that point also I'm, I'm 26 i don't know was i 26 last time i don't think you were i'm 26 we had I, a great time I, at the at the birthday we had picnic. a time <laughs> yeah so what did you write about oh yes i did write a a, a piece called how anime helped me love my full black self or mm. something like that um we'll link it below yeah linked below <laughs> read it and it was essentially just about um how i didn't the only representation i got about like racism and oppression in america as a child was through naruto and even though it wasn't like explicitly laying down that like it was the same principles like i remember watching naruto and like seeing people die and like no like even though i didn't know i was going to go into writing but like being uh, having a plot that you can follow as a kid that's also just not like happy happy oh best friends oh i'm a pop star i was just like this is so fucking lit and then i didn't realize i had like a full circle moment when i moved to brooklyn and saw like black women like really expressing themselves like just being i'm like these are anime protagonists and they're real and i am one of them and that was my journey i love it forgot to link the podcast i'm sorry y'all it just didn't fit in the flow for me (laughs) what is yours about um mine's about how fandom specifically star wars made me question my gender in real life it's a lot more anime is a lot more involved yeah in the story than in the actual article but that's okay because you can't have too much of the same thing for a package. Mm. So, but um, it's about like how when I first moved to Brooklyn, I two uh, almost three years ago, bro. Um, I was getting a lot of TikToks about how if you have a lot of favorite male care, like if all of your favorite characters are male, you should question your gender. Mm. Like you should think about why that is. Mm. And I know you hate bitches. I I famously hate. I love bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was just like, uh, I mean, Anakin Skywalker, shout out, um, and Bakugo, and uh, all the Haikyuu boys. etc etc i just saw like and it wasn't a thing of like how other people's like favorite male characters are like oh i have a crush on them or i you know i want to be with them it was most like i am this person 100 percent. i take the whole show so me um so yeah i i did link to our podcast so yeah, read that if that interests you, and let me know if that has also happened to you. Read it, and then go back and watch all of our episodes and mm. see how uh, personally attacked so uh, Sophia feels. <laughs> nice <laughs> shit on there. Typically, this character you're like because, because it's evident that <laughs> I'm like don't talk about me like that. Yeah. <laughs> fully, fully. Swifties, did you see Carly? In the fucking concert in the last night of the Eras tour. And Emmy and I were talking about this yesterday. In the nosebleeds. Carly is Carly Kloss. 
Oh, which yeah, is girl. Taylor's ex-best friend and supposed ex-girlfriend, mm. which supposedly, Taylor, we, you know, Gaylers believe that. Um, yeah. Gaylor Moon. Um, <laughs> um, we believe that Taylor has written a lot of songs about her. Mm. And Car- we, don't, we don't even know if Joe, Taylor's last like long time boyfriend. Jonas or the other no, guy? other guy. The boring one? Okay. Yeah. Um, we don't even know he if he went to the concert. But Carly, who's like a famous model, she mm-hmm. was a Victoria's Secret model, um was just she went to the last night of the Eras tour in LA mm. and she wasn't in the VIP tent. She I was saw in the three hundred uh, all the way up there between the fans. And she was seen like singing and recording, like whatever. Girl, what the fuck is that about? If I was invited to a concert and I was Carly fucking Claus and I wasn't let into the VIP room. I'm not being around the commoners. I'm not going to go. That's embarrassing. I'm not being around the commoners. So that's why people think that. And then throughout the whole show, like you see clips of like Taylor looking up to the side to the like left up high where Carly was. What is this F? FBI footage. Girl, like what? It was crazy. Like if you see that and compare it to her other show, mm. it's so obvious she keeps looking up there. It's oh, it's so good. It's so PR stunt, but it's so good. I'm eating it up. The reason why I decided to talk about Taylor Swift, yeah, is because oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? Um, <laughs> gotta respect it. Yeah, that uh, is the good. reason that is, good is because we are watching <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen's uh, what's it called? The the flashback arc that just came out, the season two. Like something's no, not zero. It's uh, uh yeah, it's uh after death or like uh, beyond vin- death. I got it. <laughs> you pull up the the dreaded. Maybe I'll like it. I don't know. Hidden inventory. Hidden inventory. And then the last episode is... Premature death. Premature death. That's the that's the arc. Uh, or like, I guess it's the Shibuya incident arc. I don't know. Yeah. There's anyway, many names. Um, Yeah. So there's that. And I've only heard... I haven't... I've only seen like a couple of, of Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> and the only reason why I know about this season or like, you know, this arc... Is because Go uh, Gojo and Ghetto are like famous ship, mm. and <laughs> I've been getting so much Taylor Swift like Gojo and Ghetto ship edits to Taylor Swift songs, and they get me every single time. Let's see it. They scavenged for these fucking clips. They took every... All these clips are one second long, and they're slowed down. I've seen... No, I already got... That one was like two minutes. No, 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 no. Anyway, Um, there's a lot of them, and... I guess... Those clips made me have a certain expectation over these episodes that 
Mm-hmm. Which is a common theme for you. Yes. Going um, into things from a very like bias. gay, pro-gay fandom and then mm-hmm. uh, jumping into the, the non-gay show. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not going to lie. I, I was expecting much more oomph mm. from those. Yeah, no, they took ev- they watched that whole season yeah. and compiled every single one second clip, mm-hmm. slowed mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, yeah. Yeah, all of the f- like every single Taylor Swift folklore from Folklore and Evermore, those mm-hmm. la- those two albums, every single song has been has been turned into a Jujutsu Kaisen edit. And what the I'm I, trying to be less of a hater these days. I still love it. I st- I don't care. I'm delu- delusional as fuck. Anyway, what's your relationship with you guys in the dark? <laughs> this is why I need to watch that South Park episode because I'm so fascinated by like people who watch shows f- not for like what the author intended. Mm. You know, in, in general, yeah, yeah. what you can assume the author intended. Um, what was your question? <laughs> what's your relationship with you oh okay yes so um i started watching jujutsu kaisen because of chi chi actually mm-hmm. um like two years ago it was like one of her and her siblings favorite animes and then i was like all right let me get into it and i watched the first episode and i was like this is literally naruto and then turned it off because it was like <laughs> it, like the animation didn't necessarily speak to me the the curses were really fucking gross they are really fucking gross and yeah and then the the dude was like he was fine uh, Mitadori, but it just seemed like it was gonna be like a very fight based and not necessarily like woo based. Mm. Like I don't know when it with um Chainsaw Man when we were watching it. I don't know why I just had a feeling. Maybe because I was already primed with Jujutsu. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Well, I haven't watched the Jujutsu guys in a minute, mm-hmm. but I have seen the whole thing. The amount of brain work I had to do separating this universe from Chainsaw Man. It was so hard. It was so hard, especially because you. I feel like Mappa used techniques. Yes. That were mainly used in Chainsaw Man, and they reused them a lot in this in this art. And like us, just like examining the characters and similarities. Like I saw Nanami, and I was like, "Wait, is this the drunk?" And I was like, "No, that is." Yeah. That is the yeah. blonde man from the other one. And then, yeah. And then um, I think also Bleach got me. Like, hey. like not too much, but just the whole curses thing. Yeah. And I was like, is this played out? Yeah. I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it that was took my, me. That was my thought process. Yes. I'm like, I don't understand anything and I'm not even going to attempt. Yeah. So I've seen all of Jujutsu Kaisen. I've been kind of trying to get them to watch it like whatever but oh, how do you know like hmm? um what was your experience watching this having not with the background that you have i feel like yeah it was very hard to separate it from chainsaw man mm. i think also i was just like just the, the uh, i'm also watching bongo stray dogs a lot okay so i was also like is this ability is this quirk is this like curse technique whatever uh i was like uh, okay i don't really understand what's going on yeah like i'm never gonna understand gojo's technique Mm. like i'm just not good that's just not gonna happen even if i watch the whole thing i'm still not gonna get it and also as in the seasons we don't know about gojo's like we know we see him use it mm. but we don't get that whole breakdown oh. we like kind of do okay. when he's like teaching itadori like the training arc he's like 
this is we learn about his like uh established technique like mm. i don't know if you noticed what he was talking about like his expansion or what is like it? at the end yeah, yeah that's like what we see and he like kind of explains the colors but like the quantum physics i was doing in my head i was googling words i know what a vector is now <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay yes but okay so we start off with the this is essentially Gojo's illustrious backstory. In yes. the series, you see Gojo. He's like very Kakashi Sensei like. Mm-hmm. He's very much like the fun character that's also like the best sorcerer in the world. So you're like, what's his tea? Mm-hmm. And then we find out his tea. We find, like, I knew because he also wears a blindfold, which like adds like an element of mystery because yeah. you're like, what's up with that? And his eyes literally look like crystal light. Like that Miley Cyrus meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me taking pictures in the sun i'm like, I'm like did you know they're hazel um and so yeah we back in high school and they did yeah. such a good job making him look younger yeah they did I was like, the, baby. the so we start off we open up with ghetto and yes. the monologue ghetto. that we hear later on in in the last episode where he's like exercise oh. absorb uh, exercise absorb whatever whatever it's really depressing and sad it's um, like and we see the alleyway which is the same alleyway yeah. <laughs> they used in chainsaw man can't convince me otherwise it's the, the same one the writers are different now nah, fully but i'm con- that alleyway's the same i don't give a fuck they have to like get drinks like the two mangakas or something they must like get <laughs> drinks and be like no way that's a good idea yeah and then if we start off with uh a car full of uh sorcerers wait wait okay, okay. The, the first line or whatever he says is it's like swallowing talking about what it's like to uh observe a curse it's like swallowing a dirty rag that's been used to clean up shit and vomit disgusting fucking work because the way that that made me get it yeah ghetto it i was like whoa yeah ghetto it ghetto it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i don't know the animation wasn't doing it for me the animation was just reminding me so much of chainsaw man but chainsaw was so much better no i maybe yeah i was just like this is it was very blurry yeah, there were some moments where I was like, especially in the beginning, they were Lots like, chibi. oh, they like, they did this with the same techniques that they used for Chainsaw Man, where mm. like, it was just like, taken off a real person. And it was almost like CG, mm. like 3D or whatever, mm. where it was like a little bit too real. I feel the opposite. No, but like, just specific movements. Like, there was one moment where mm. like, um the girly that we open up with i don't remember i don't remember her name like she moved in a certain way i was mm-hmm. like huh Ooh. i will say we open up with the the some jujutsu sorcerers in a car oh heading, yeah we don't know heading to a cursed haunted location whatever and they're talking about money and mm-hmm. here's the thing money plays such a big role in this arc Mm -hmm. that i found so fascinating why i don't know if it's a common thread in jujutsu kaisen whether Mm. it's like it it just reminded me a lot of my hero Mm. we're like what are your motivations for things Mm. like are you doing it to save people are you doing it for the value monetary value of it yeah so the lady in the car was talking about how 
you know, she had she's overpaying and like her her fees are like insane, like whatever. And then the the ugly fucking muscle neck guy was like uh Suguru, is that his name? Who? The guy with the warm the warm Oh yeah yeah. Oh the main the main man. Yeah. The main villain. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about, you know, money and the bounty and like whatever. And then Ghetto's whole thing is his ethics and like why he does what he does mm-hmm. and what makes him change his mind at the end. And I just think it's like so interesting that we open with this conversation mm. of like fees mm. and money. Mm. I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. Um, yeah. And we also open with the hotel Chainsaw Man arc. <laughs> Which there's already been that in normal jujitsu oh yeah you're right yeah yeah and they the the way they break it is by running simultaneously in two different directions i thought that was gonna be a betrayal betrayal i I was like for sure because the second that she said what's your in your savings account yeah i was like okay because you usually leave your savings account for like either your beneficiary or like benefactor i don't know and i was like she's like but we run two different directions i was like oh she's sacrificing her yeah, I also, I, I, the, like, it's also like a metaphor for Goto, Gojo and Ghetto. Yeah. They're running sure. at the same speed in, the in, in separate directions. Um, which, ugh, I like that. Anyway, we'll never see them again. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I need to read the manga mm. for this because I was not immersed. Me neither. I wasn't immersed I either. I was not like immersed at, the, at all. I feel like at, by the end, it, the the writing and the the art style was so visceral with Ghetto mm. that I was like, okay, I feel this. Like I, I'm like feeling yeah. this. Yeah, I had moments of like excitement, but like. But the, in general, yeah, I didn't care about the girl <laughs> that much. Well, the ending scene for me, like the whole like, why did you like when he killed all those people? Like, and I know, like, I don't think they talked about his ethics enough. Like, I don't I know. Agree. He was I just agree. like, because there needs to be a point. Like, there, ha- the, it has to be better in the manga because it felt so yeah. rushed to me. Um, it Jujutsu, was very rushed. Yeah, Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen never gave me that vibe. Um, and, oh, my God, there's, like, the finale scene of Jujutsu Kaisen is just so incredible. And the fights are so incredible that this, I mean, I know that the animation industry is also like in shambles yeah. and bitches are like not seeing the birth of their children to like finish a scene. Overworked as fuck. So I think it, it possibly has to be that because yeah. also like when I found out, I knew that the girl was going to die mm-hmm. like a while ago. And I was like, that is going to be fucking heartbreaking. But she got shot and I was like, damn. Me too. That but, was my reaction. was like, Oh fuck. I know. But <laughs> I, but it's interesting that you say that about the money because I felt that about the gun and like mm. i feel like anime that the shonen anime we grew up with is so black and white with fantasy mm-hmm. that it's like like no guns exist in naruto yeah are there guns in dragon ball no in filler so yeah no. there's there's like no guns in bleach and so like yeah. seeing like new shonen anime like incorporate real also always on the fucking phone i'm like these bitches needed airpods so bad <laughs> they it just like they do the whole time i thought it was so like 2010s early 2000s yeah it is it's like early so fucking funny yeah okay so did you say your first note my first note was the 
clean up shit and vomit. I said they recycled that alley na- animation from Chainsaw Man. Uh, <laughs> um, now that you say it, the the two random girlies in the beginning did give CG or whatever. Yeah, I think what threw me off is like, I think just Gojo was like animated better. Is this filler? No, this is canon. Um, I think kind of had filler energy. <gasps> maybe some parts are made for the show but i think yeah i don't know um, i don't know enough about it so gojo shows up after the two women escape and you find out that <laughs> i was like i was so excited to see him i was like ah! so cute <laughs> i was like gojo um just as cocky as ever i said i was like gojo is so la He's so LA. He I like didn't so recognize LA. it. Like him taking photos, like being all like pompous, being all like, eh, I'm the best. And so the like, eye, and like he's showing his eyes more, mm-hmm. like with the glasses and yeah. stuff. Um, shows up with Ghetto and shows up with Shoko, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Who's the literally one the girly who looks exactly like the other girl. Team yeah, the other girl at Team Seven yeah. anime so looks. Her mom? A group of <laughs> her I know. I'm like <laughs> has to be something. I don't know. That would, I for a second I thought the white haired lady was gonna be Gojo's mom, mm. and I was like, ah, that would but, be that would be nice. That would be. So uh, I, and then I recognize Gojo's voice. I watched it in English. I, I did half and half. Yeah, the first four episodes I watched in English, and then the last one in Japanese. Mm. And Gojo's voice actor. I was like, ooh, I recognize that man. Oh my! And you know who it is? Guess. I don't know if you have in English, yeah, it's not all might. No, uh, I don't know. It's Dasai. Oh yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, a connection. Both like goofy genius. <laughs> yeah. Prodigy. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah, no shit. That explains so yeah. much. So ghetto, it's really wild watching this because he's like the main villain throughout mm. the original seasons. Okay. And like he's. The same way, like, classic uh, defect from, like, the school, like, whether it's Naruto or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're introduced to him just as this, like, old man. Not old, but the, they're yeah. older. And I think, like, we get we get a hint that they used to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird knowing that he was, like, a good person. Yeah, they're, like, besties. Yeah. Like, in actuality, like, Ghetto is the reason why Gojo does like in the beginning Mm -hmm. does missions Mm -hmm. or like is not off thinking that he's the best somewhere and not doing anything (laughs) their little rivalry was so fucking funny in the gym oh so cute oh my god so cute um i don't know why i thought hmm. listen here's here's what i thought this was my like my fantasy of what i thought i'm ready this uh, year (laughs) plot was i thought ghetto and the guy with the warm the 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 worm the thing megami's dad right i thought they were the same person before watching it yeah oh okay just by like yeah i don't know and so i was just like huh (laughs) when this guy got introduced i was like wait the way you watch shows stresses me (laughs) out like so i thought like he had he somehow like turned into this man like i don't Mm. know and and that's why Gojo took Megami because I thought that Megami mm. was the son of his best friend. Okay. And I thought, like, I don't know, like, 
Yeah. I also thought the girl was somehow Megumi's mom <laughs> for like a quick second. I was like, maybe it's that. Gojo's like, it's my time to shine. <laughs> Everybody wants to fucking talk about Megumi all the time. Can I have a fucking moment? <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what I thought. And obviously I was proven incorrect almost immediately because we meet the man. Um, who okay. is Tenjin? Do how have we met Tenjin? I don't fucking know who that is. Okay. And I, for a second, I'm like, because the whole thing in the first seasons is like, uh, Itadori gets sent to like their big chamber and they're talking yeah. about the elders want him dead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, is this the person that wanted him dead? Right. Um, the never heard that name before. I don't know if I was supposed to. Um, one of my notes does say, can't wait to hear Sophia tell me how gay this is. Yeah. And also, it is, it is really gay. I'm kind of getting over the trope maybe i was watching this in a bad mood i don't know but <laughs> oh but just fucking these schools overestimating their students it happens oh. every single time and when gojo literally like fucking died and then had to come and bring the girlie back and like i think that's really interesting with the money thing you say because mm-hmm. a big threat in that is they're always understaffed mm-hmm. and it's, so it's also very interesting that this man wants to make everyone a sorcerer when they can barely find enough sorcerers to fucking source things right um ex- exercise and um I can't stand it. I think it's so like because in the fir- I didn't truly grasp that they were first years until oh they said it that literally until they said the words. They're third. They put it on the screen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. They're like 15. And I and get it. I, they're prodigies. But like, no, I don't that. No, because if if I get it, they're understaffed, whatever. But why do you think they're understaffed? Maybe because they, they keep like sending this. kids yeah. to do the shit to and then go they and die. die. <laughs> like, I just, oh, it makes me so mad because, like, that's why Ghetto turned on them. Yeah. Like, that is why. Like, these are traumatized children yeah. who are going out there and doing the work that the adults are supposed to do that school is so big and it's so empty it's so fucking empty and, and when, i don't know if like that is how it is yes okay they have a rivalry thing and like seven kids show up from a different school because i was like there's no one here no. and even when they walk they go into inside the jujitsu like barrier or whatever I was like, where is everyone else? Like, it, it, shouldn't someone someone come and help Gojo? Like, oh, that stressed me out so it, bad. Oh, and yeah, no shit. They, like, at the end, they're like, oh, like, if you don't want to do this, we're not going to force you to, like, kill yourself for this entity. Yeah. No shit. Like, they should have expected that to happen because these are children who are guiding another child to their death. Like, okay, the only redeeming quality of that trope for me is if, like, they didn't know it was going to get that bad. But these bitches, like, imagine, like, it's your first day on the job as, like, a royal guard or some shit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, go escort the the queen across England. Yeah, even the the teacher in the beginning is like, I think you're too young for this mission. You know what, though? A redeeming thing is that I'm pretty sure the guy assigned that to them because he knew they were the, the only people. He could, he could only trust these two to break the rules oh you think that that is i think that is what you it is. think he knew because the second that ghetto was like oh or we can just go home i was like this fucking playful motherfucker but when he was he was like or you can just go home and yeah. then he was explaining like it you could like yeah ghetto and gojo are not afraid of breaking the rules and that's so why i think that's why 
I don't know. Ghetto is just so fucking plain to me. Mm. I will say I didn't like I didn't start to like him and feel for him until mm. the last episode. Here's the thing. Like, this is why people write fanfics and like mm. why they like hyperfixate on certain ships and certain characters mm. when the source material when you see so much potential in mm. characters and relationships and you know there's so much to it than that than what you see canon wise what How you, you know? get from the surface because you could like you could tell like these two have like such a relationship you know they must have talked like they you know you just that's the for you to engage in this in this piece of media you have to like fill in the blanks in some ways of what the show isn't really telling you but is implying Mm -hmm. and like the reason why people write fix and like why people ship gojo and ghetto is because there's like you could just see the potential and so like you want to read about how they first met Mm -hmm. or like how go how gojo like felt after ghetto left and felt betrayed by him like whatever or like the tragedy of ghetto slowly falling apart while gojo didn't even realize Mm. that he was falling into this depression and it's just like you could just tell that there's just so much there and like they didn't have time to fully get into it because Mm. of animation or money or like whatever um so why are you watching that if you if that's I don't know. I think like people fall in love with the potential of characters and the potential mm. of relationships. And then they go and they're like, oh, I, I kind of want to I, I want more of these characters. Let me go to archive of our own and see like what people have written. Mm. And I'm sure it's like so much because I've seen so many edits. See, non-canon stresses me out because I'm just like. But how do we know if that's real? But it's. And then I can't get into it. <laughs> but none of it is real. I know, but like I can't, <laughs> like I can't get in. Like I don't know. I just like if someone was like, "Oh yeah, but Gojo actually has a mom that like was mean to him. And that's why he like ran to ghetto." I'm like, "How you know?" And I know that <laughs> it's, it's fake. like it's I, all fake. <laughs> I miss fake, but I'm just like I think where I have a problem with it is when fans stop acting like it's fake, mm. and fans like will literally be like no but ghetto loves gojo how you no you made that up you made that up i think he does love him but see but like that's why he didn't kill him and that's great like i think it's like great to like think but like (laughs) it's great these bitches (laughs) alexander's quote of the day (laughs) (laughs) like for example like with nana they're gay what's your what what don't tell me like how am I the crazy one for interpreting it based off what the author is telling me? I mean, you're that's not where I crazy. feel. I know, but just the the whole the the fandom people. I think you just take things too personally. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I just like. Yeah, I definitely do because yeah, we've talked about it before. If someone, oh, don't fucking tell me. It's because I am definitely an outnumbered person. Mm. I think that's what it is. And that's where like the defensiveness, like I'm so defensive about it because it, for me, it is very difficult. Like, obviously I don't really try, but like trying to find community Mm. in a fandom is very difficult for me because I am not a fan of like 
the non-canonical shipping and all that shit. Yeah, and that's definitely in the minority. minority. It, yeah, like to the point that like yeah, like people will get upset with you for like basing it off of the story and like that's um it just sucks. I like consume so much media like straight men, but I can't fucking stand straight men. So I'm not going to go and join this community of bros being like, eh, 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 eh. but um, that's definitely where the descent, the defensiveness is because, yeah, you know, it is, being, it is lonely, like having that opinion. I think the reason why like so much of it is non-canon is just because like most of the time, all of the time is like queer chip, ships and obviously yeah. like the... The authors can only do so much. Mm. Um, and so a lot of the of the queer watching experience is extrapolating relationships and story and like identity dynamics from implications in the story. Mm. So like, you know, like who's to say that the author the like Nana's author didn't did want it to be a lesbian story but just stuff with the publication the stuff with other stuff like she couldn't do it and so she did as much as she could with mm. the implied aspect of it so like I think like that's what most of the stuff is or like mm. you know like um or like something with like Baku Deku or even Gojo and Ghetto where you're like well, if this was like a, a a female and male character, people would just assume that it's romantic. What mm. without any of the like implicit? I don't like, like that either. <laughs> implicit like quote or implicit like you being told. Yeah. So I think that's like another aspect of it. But I think with this, so this is like the ultimate example of having such a limited viewing experience with like mm -hmm. with a story like ghetto and go and gojos where like there's so much unsaid like there's so much left to the reader's imagination or the viewer's imagination mm -hmm. where you have to in order to have a fulfilling like a fulfilling like viewing experience you kind of have to put in some of the work imaginary wise in order for the end to feel as satisfying as they want you as as they wanted it to feel because without the, like without the like i feel like by just going canon wise by just going story wise the end of the betrayal doesn't feel as powerful mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as deserved you're like mm -hmm. okay so <laughs> yeah, and love and like them being like having romantic feelings like heightens that for you yeah i think like if you imply or you read fanfics of them or like consume other media of them mm -hmm. in in the story like filling in the blanks of what we don't see of that year between those two episodes or even like before the arc started or during the arc like 
you kind of have to consume that. I mean, you shouldn't have to, right? Like, mm-hmm. stories should be able to stand on their own. Mm-hmm. But in, I feel like... I feel like it's a want, not a have. Because no, that Taylor Swift thing... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a want. Like, it's a, I want to see more of this. And And that's the problem for me, is that in fandom, no one ever is like, oh, yeah, well, like... You can't. It's like, this is what the ships are. And if you don't agree, you're crazy. Like, like I'm sure under that Taylor Swift thing, everyone was like, oh, yeah, like, they're boyfriends. Oh, they're this. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and, like, I th- yeah, I think it's like, like, because for me, I'm okay with being dissatisfied. And, like, did you see fucking, sorry. It's great. Grimes tweet. Which one? She This bitch said, I love being mansplained, too. Oh, you know, I just like, I like to learn from men. I swear I'm not coming there. I'm not coming from that. (laughs) But I think that, yeah. And like, it's interesting because like, when you said the queer thing, I think that's a really good point. Um, But I'm thinking of myself as like a black viewer. Mm -hmm. And like, um, it is fun. Like I did enjoy like drawing anime characters as like black girlies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that is fun. So I guess that is in me. But like, I wouldn't want to read a fan fiction about one of the characters being black and that like informing the plot. Why? Because it's not what it says. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I would, pre- I would prefer to be. Because it feels fake. Because you know it's, it, that's not real. It's irksome to me. Why? I just feel like it, I just feel like it gets it like distracts from the actual story sometimes. Mm. Maybe that's why I don't have a problem with it with like skate and stuff because it's all like fluffy and whatever. But I'm like, these people are slicing and murdering corpses or curses and like exercising things and like eating things, and we want to we want to talk about if they hold hands. <laughs> that's what it is for me. I I know it's I I just I have. I mean, brother. some of it. Is not as fluffy. Yeah. I just have an older brother. <laughs> That's all this is. You know you know when you can tell a girly got brothers? I think this is very interesting. I've never met anyone like you. I have a lot of opinions that I would like them to not be that way. Mm. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Episode two. Yeah. I just have Debbie dad. Debbie dad. <laughs> Debbie dad. When this man, who I don't know who the businessman is, and yeah, we've never met Megami's dad or anything, but when he said, oh, how's Megami doing or something? Uh-huh. And he He's went, like, <laughs> who? Fucking dad. What is a uh, Oh, this arc was kind of giving me Neon Genesis. Mm, which in what way? It's, do you know the premise or do you know? I'm not going to tell you because it's too much. No. But- just the act of uh, sacrificing your body for something else. That's mm. very Neon Genesis and it's specifically children in Neon Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, and like just the act of like being like the kid being like excited, but you know, they're only excited because they're a kid. Mm-hmm. And like the, all the people that like run the robots in Neon Genesis are children. And you just get kind of like that queasy feeling. Mm. Something about like body jumping and body like, mixing gets me mm-hmm. so yeah no i didn't expect her i did not expect her to be like that you kill 
you did oh did you change your phone background she's doing her whole little like spiel i know she's hot oh my god <laughs> and then also the voice actor for the paper the paper bag guy bane is it fucking bane he sounded like bane no it's joe from skate oh booked and busy <laughs> booked and motherfucking busy. um yeah they put uh, the guy megami's dad that's just what we're gonna call him um he put a bounty because his job is to kill this girl so he just wants money he just wants money um i was gonna say something that mm-hmm. was like i think like a big like what the fuck for me was the food at the bedding place and honestly, I think the food they the food that he's eating at the bedding place is so fucking nasty. He's eating these like I should take a picture of it. I don't. Know. He's eating these like greasy dumplings and like it's oh, not. Oh yeah, and it looks huge when he puts it into the camera. You know what I think it was? Yes. You know what I think it was foreshadowing? Because it's this ominous, creeping crescendo music, <laughs> Chainsaw Man, and he puts the dumpling down and like it like squirts out like pus, mm-hmm. which I might be cuckoo bananas crazy. But I think that that was foreshadowing, blowing her brains out. Mm. Because oh, this is the yeah. other thing about this. Or or the mm. little or or uh, him putting his little curse warm thing in his mouth to hide yeah, it. It was just like something about like. And also the the ghetto's curse technique, the consuming yeah. of the curse energy. There's well, a lot it, of eating in it, this. It was the. It was less of him eating it. It was just like this like really tight shot of the dumplings in the thing. And mm-hmm. then like it's squirting out and like yeah. this insane music happening in the background. And also what was about this that like was just quick cuts and like silence mm-hmm. sometimes to be like mm-hmm. for the, the title page. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to watch it again. It's so jarring. <laughs> yeah. And then they start explaining Q versus star shit. Um Yeah. That is exactly how all girls' schools work, by the way. When Gojo shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When a man was on the premise, mm. you would find out in seconds. <laughs> um, okay. That's all I got for that episode. <laughs> uh, they get her. They kidnap her. They don't we learn about her. Gojo's power. Oh, yeah. I said uh, <laughs> he explained his ability, and yet I still don't get it. I said. So that's all I wrote. All I could think about was who fucking wrote this? Yeah. Who thought of this? It's like, this is like Attack on Titan level. Like, and ooh, if you go really, really slow, it makes sense. Like, what made me understand it is I thought about, because of Hunter Hunter, when they're playing this insane, powerful dodgeballer, mm. they were like, we all just need to like catch the ball and then hold each other like a line. Mm. So I'm like, these objects... Or, or whatever is essentially getting caught by a bunch of little people and like they're just slowing it down as it gets closer to him okay so then it stops because uh magic and then uh <laughs> yeah you you know gojo's power it's fucking crazy um okay next episode <laughs> episode three. Oh, they kidnap um the 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 maid the girl who raised yeah. her the woman who raised her and then they just save her off screen. <laughs> I gotta read the manga, bro. Yeah, they just like, save her off screen, bro. Like they just, they just take. I thought I literally, legitimately, like the last episode ends with that with her being kidnapped, and then the next episode start with them on the beach, and yeah. I was like, oh, we just taking a break midway through saving her, like, and then she's right there, and then they explain how they they did it, and I was like, oh, okay, they had that, to have been short staffed. They had. 
and what, what is really interesting is that in the main series when they do those really cute like after credit scenes mm-hmm. um ghetto and his little crew are often on the beach like their hideout is in okinawa, okinawa. Oh. which maybe that has to do with tengen oh they're yeah. always on the fucking beach okay Someone this is fights where, in this, this is episode. the episode where I realized they're first years. <laughs> and we get Nanami. Oh my god, oh, we get yeah, baby Nanami, Nanami with that fucking is upset in the background cuz Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that was Nanami. It Okay, you know what this this whole arc is? I thought it was a I hmm. at the end when they actually said his name. Oh. That's when I realized. Anyway, go on. This is just an arc about manic depressive disorder. Absolutely. <laughs> I said Gojo's part of the family. <laughs> absolutely it is because because gojo was so manic so manic they're like well you haven't slept in days and he's like oh my god i feel amazing yeah. oh, i feel like i can do anything should we kill these people wow <laughs> it's like oh. um the oh. montage of them having a good time was so cute it was really cute just them like yes playing along um i wrote down the plus you're here too and i was like i know that got the bitches screaming what the the plus you're here too mm. oh, and he like looked back and then like why i was like i know this guy the bitch is screaming the bitch is <laughs> the hoe is gonna love this <laughs> and like they just <sighs> then they go to jujitsu and they're like oh my god we're safe now barrier. but i will say like in the beginning i realized this while this was happening the beginning they talk about the the bear what's it called the veil the veil the The veils and how whenever gojo and ghetto do a mission they always forget to put up the veils so fucking funny and they're like oh like who cares about it like do they even do anything like whatever and then in this scene they trust the veil in jujutsu and it didn't do anything that man had a plan he had and he such a executed plan. it. He executed it so well. Like, I was like, fuck, bro. And he's like, oh, I'm fine. Gojo, you were stabbed. Man- You're mania. not fine. That was another mania thing because like, he's like, yeah. yeah he- and then I was like, is this school fucking empty? <laughs> it's. I said, ouch, oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> and Ghetto leaves Gojo because Gojo asks him to do that. But he was very hesitant, which. Um, I got so excited to finally see a fight. Yeah. Episode three, the fights finally come in. I was like, yeah. yes. Um, and I was like, holy shit, where's everyone else? Would it kill these people to fucking run like Ghetto? And, <laughs> and this girl were walking so slowly. <laughs> When he stabbed him in the neck, maybe they would have won if only they would have run. It's so interesting. The fights are so much better in the other season, in the other ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, when she and I, yeah, I was like, there's something about people getting killed by guns in fantasy worlds that is wild. Yeah, so it's insane. So the man who wants to kill um, Megumi's dad. Yeah, but what is her name? Anami? No, I don't remember. We're just calling the I girl. Um, he wants to kill her, and then she's supposed to be transferred to Tengensan so that he can like take her body and use it for the next five hundred years. And she's like, "Okay, let's go." So Ghetto's like, "Let's go get this done because people want her dead." Um, and then he's like, "Okay, you can go, or you can go back home." And then this girl does like a little bit, like, "Oh my god, I do want to go back home. I want to travel." And then, brah, Domer 
straight to the head. I also don't know why they thought this was a good idea. Elaborate. Like, Ghetto, there's a dude out to kill her right outside. And you're offering. I mean, that that just shows how that's confident. A, that's a good point. You know, like that just shows how confident Ghetto was in Gojo. Like he really thought that Gojo was he was mm. done. That's why he wasn't running. That's mm. why he wasn't panicking. He trusted Gojo to take care of it so fucking much because it's Gojo. He's the most powerful. He should win. And then so he never once like expected Gojo to lose. Not even like in his worst scenario did he expect mm. Gojo to lose. And yeah, he was like, I was like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm. how, how are you going to escape? Like, there's so many people after her. He did also see Gojo get stabbed. It's yeah. not like he, like he got hit. Yeah. And he was still like, oh, he's fine. He's going to win. He's Gojo. Which? And I think like Ghetto, another aspect of Ghetto betraying Jujutsu Sorcerers is him realizing that gojo is fallible whoa yeah i think that's a huge part whoa, of it that's a great point yeah because he was like oh he can like lose and that last line was a banger when oh, he was, was like are you strong because you're gojo or are you gojo because, because you're, you're the strongest strong. Gojo got him fucked up, bro. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> Gojo and Ghetto got each other fucked they up. They got each other fucked, fucked up. up, bro. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, girl's down. Um. Did you know she was supposed to die? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, damn, I wonder if I would have thought that she was going to come back to life. Um, right? I feel like I would have. For a second, I thought that girly who, like, that curse that showed up that was like, am I pretty? I thought for a second <sighs> that was her. <laughs> yeah, for a second, because, okay, bleach is the one where the curses are people yeah but this one when they're like i when i got the refresher that it's like curses are like what emanates off people i'm mm-hmm. like hey. so okay yes shall we jump can we jump to ghetto's plan yes when ooh.